Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Take everything we say as a personal attack against you as a human being. Yep, that's exactly how you that's should. That's the total that's... intention of this podcast. Welcome into the TD Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Paige Demacos, here with Jamie Eisner. And Jake Arians is somewhere in the world. Uh, it's an undisclosed location, and we can't tell you where he is. Uh, he's doing some cool things. So he's not sitting in the room with us today, but we are doing a special edition. Every Friday, we're going to have a little gambling thing little sports gambling theme to our to our podcast. So what we are doing is we are going over the NFL regular season win totals. Please don't send us hate mail. Not everybody can win eight or nine games. I'm sorry if we pick your team to only win five games, but the reality is some of you are probably only going to win two or three. So Send me the hate mail. I don't care. Yeah, send it to Jamie. Don't send it to I me. I don't care. Ed J.M.E. Eisner. That's the send, – send all your hate that way. Your team sucks and you suck. <laughs> no, just, just kidding. I know. <laughs> Let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. We're going in alphabetical order. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, their 2017 win, wins was eight. Their 2018 win total, five and a half. Uh, Jake, I'll let you go first here. How are you sitting with the Arizona Cardinals this year? Are you going over or under? I've got it right there. I actually wrote down six and ten. Um, as much as it pains me to say, I think I might be being a little bit nice. Schedule doesn't set up very well. They're a couple injuries away from being very, very thin at some very important positions, including the offensive line. Again, worried about the quarterback play. I'm worried about the lack of weapons. I'm worried about the change of defense, change of scheme. I've got them at 6-10, and 10, so I guess I'm going to go over, but I think I'm being nice. I think it's probably could be more like 4-12, and 5-11. and uh, and 11. So send the hate mail now. We'll get that one over with early. It is what it is. I, I just, as much as it pains me, as much as I want to see something else, I really can't. Yeah, J- Jake and I are on the same page here. I have them at 5-11, and 11, so slightly under the 5.5. I-, I have the same concerns outside of Larry Fitzgerald, who you're throwing the ball to. Yes, David Johnson's back, and he's a stud, but that offensive line's a major concern. The defense has pieces that you like, but collectively as a unit, it's gotten progressively worse over the last three years. They have a really tough schedule and a tough division. I think they're the only team in the division that finishes below 500, but 5-11, and 11, under for me. Yikes. Uh, send your hate mail, like I said, to J.M.E. Eisner on Twitter. <laughs> Arizona. Yeah, send him all of my hate mail, please, yeah, instead of sending it to all, me. Yeah, send it all uh, to Jamie Eisner. I'm going to go slightly over. I'll, I'll pick against you guys. I'll go 6-10. I'll go 6-10. and 10. You're too nice. I'm, I'm too nice. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, 2017 wins 10. Their 2018 win total is 9. Jamie, I'll let you go first here. What are your thoughts on the Atlanta Falcons? I surprisingly have the over here. Uh, their schedule is a cupcake. I mean, yes, they have a cakewalk is. of a schedule. I think they could win as many as 12 of their games this year if everybody stays healthy. 
I, it, to me, it's just, it's all about schedule. And I, I was shocked as I was going through it and I was paddling up their win totals. It's like, boy, they don't really have a lot of tough matchups, particularly on the road. So I think that's a team that could be in contention even for a bye in the NFC. Jake? Yeah, I think this division comes down to them and the Saints like it always does. And can one of them sweep? They always split that series. I've got them at 10-6 and six with a slash 11-5. and five. I agree with Jamie. The schedule's not very hard. But the division is brutal. And even with Tampa being the dumpster fire that they continually are, I still got them going seven and nine. So I, I, it's it's not easy looking at the preseason schedule, but I, I've got them going over. I don't see how they win less than 10 games. All right. Next up, on the we got the Carolina Panthers. We're staying in that division. 11 wins in 2017. Eight and a half is their win total for the 2018 season. Jake, I'll let you go first here. What are your thoughts on the Carolina Panthers? I hate when I'm right on the Vegas line and I am half a point above everyone so far. I've got them nine and seven. I think they take a step back. I think the defense is getting a little old, uh, a little worried about their secondary, a little bit worried about what they're going to do on offense. I think they might try to use McCaffrey a little bit too much. I'm not sure he can handle that. And I still, they got a little bit of a lack of weapon issue and you never know how Cam is going to play. So I've got them going over by a half at nine and seven. Yeah, Jake and I are pretty close. I have them eight and eight, so just under. Here's the problem is as talented as that team can be, I still can't pick them to be better than the third best team in that division. And when that happens, you're going to have your win total artificially a little bit low. They're eight and eight. You know, maybe they go nine, seven. This is probably a stay away total uh, because we're taking are on both sides of the eight and a half here. I, I just think they they're not as talented as the Saints or the Falcons. And I think that's going to come back to bite them in the end when they have to play those teams four times. Yeah, really tough. to. Yeah, I, I agree with uh, that. With the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I think are going to be pretty bad this season. All right, be nice. The Chicago Bears uh, sitting at six and a half. Jamie, I'll let you go first because I have a feeling you're not going to be nice. No, actually. Uh, I uh, Trust me, I desperately wanted to ruin your morning and pick <sighs> them under. But I'm them slightly <laughs> over. They go seven and nine. Uh, I actually, they don't have as tough a schedule as I initially anticipated. Um, and a little behind the scenes thing, we had like a whiteboard session about the Chicago Bears schedule about a week, week and a half ago. And I've thought about it a lot. To me, a lot of the teams that they're playing, they play a lot of 50-50 games at home or in their division. I think they're going to – again, they're not a playoff team, but I think they're going to go slightly over the six-and-a-half total. Sorry, Paige. Oh. <laughs> I've got them – I'm have got finally off by more than a half a point. I've got them at 5-11. and 11. I think the schedule is actually hard. I don't think they win a division game. I think Trubisky is going to struggle. I love the offensive line. I love the running game. I love the defense. That, did, that division just is really, really hard. We have the worst quarterback in the division by far. I don't think it adds up to a lot of wins. I've got them 5-11. and 11. I've got them better. I think they're going to be in a ton of games. I just don't think they're going to win a ton of them. Man, that hurts. I might Sorry. have to uh, mute your microphone for a little while and uh, not let you make any more picks. Uh, we all know where I sit on this one. All right. We're out. Yeah, they're, they're going 17 and out, right? Yeah, they're going to add games to their schedule. If they no, were. I think they're yeah, going, exactly. I think they won five, they won five games last year. I think, I think they win. I, I have them with Jamie. I have them going seven and nine and finishing last in the division. The Dallas Cowboys, nine wins last year, eight and a half is their win total this season. Jake, I'll let you go first. Good luck trying to, uh, keep off Cowboys fans on this win total. Please send your hate mail again because I'm going to get it right again this year like I got it last year. I've got them at 6-10. and 10. I've got them under that. They have no weapons on offense. I don't know what they're doing on defense. They've, they've added some stuff, but they're talent-wise alone, they are not anywhere near the Eagles and Giants. I don't see how they win. They can maybe win eight. I can't see them 
getting any more than that, but I've got him at six and 10. Curtis said it better myself. Would look at the sheet six and 10 as well. I, there's nothing about this team that excites me. The defense is, except Ezekiel Elliott, the defense isn't good. The offense, the passing game is going to be mediocre at best. I just, I don't see it. They're, they're the worst team in that division. It's yeah. not the Reds. I think actually the Redskins are probably still the worst team in that division slightly, but they're not better than the Giants or the Eagles. Yeah, no, they're not. That's another tough division that always plays it close. And uh, Cowboys fans, like I said, uh, send all your hate mail to Jamie and Jake, not me. Detroit Lions, their win total in uh, 2017, they won nine football games. Their win total this season going in is seven and a half. Jake, what do you think here for the Detroit Lions? Well, I'm right back on the Vegas line. I've got them an eight and eight. I got the, of, of all my teams, this is the only team I have going eight and eight. And I really didn't want to write anybody down at eight and eight, but I can't figure out going through the schedule about four times that I like anything more or less than that. So I've got them as a team I like a lot with a lot of questions and a really tough division. And I've got them sitting right there at eight and eight. So I've got them over that, but not by much. Now that our Jake's cheating off my homework, I have him in 8-8 as well. Uh, I think that defense is really underrated. It's a stronger defense than I think people consider. But again, the, their division is going to hurt them. I, I don't see – the Minnesota Vikings are excellent. The Packers are excellent. I just don't see – you know, the Bears are a competent team as well. I just can't see them getting to double-digit wins. So I have them slightly over at 7.5. This is probably, again, probably another stay-away team. Yeah, the NFC North always plays each other tough, and this seems like a year where every team – there isn't a bottom-feeder team – and it's just going to be a tough division. So let's stay in it that might, division. It might be the best look. division in football this year. Yeah. No, yeah. it could be. From top to bottom, if you look at the rosters for all four of those teams, especially knowing the history between how those rivalries play out and how those teams play each other, even in seasons where those teams are down, considering how they all shake out this year, I think it's going to be a really fun year to watch that division. Uh, the Green Bay yeah, Packers. Don't, don't, get me wrong. don't get me wrong on the Bears page. I really like them. I, adding up win totals is going to be tough. Because oh, yeah. that division For is brutal, sure. but like they're, they're a very, very competent team. So I mean, that that division yeah, is really strong, top to bottom. Playing in a really good division. They're just playing in a really, yeah. really good division. Uh, the Green Bay Packers won seven football games last season, mostly or all due to the fact that Aaron Rodgers was not playing in many of those games. Their win total coming into the season is ten. Jamie, I'll let you start here. Are you going over or under? I'm taking the over, but I'm not super confident about it. I, I as they added up their wins, they got to eleven and five. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is all-world in everything he does. He has, they have a chance to win every game. Their schedule actually favors them a little bit more than Minnesota's, and I think that's something we'll talk about later in the show. I, I think this is a team that actually could surprise people and win that division, although, again, not a team I'm necessarily all that high on once the playoffs start because outside of Aaron Rodgers, uh, I'm just very uh, iffy about the rest of that roster. Uh, you and everybody else. Jake, what are your thoughts on Green Bay this season? Jamie's cheating off my homework. I've got him 11-5 as well. I, I got a slash 12-4. and four. Uh, You have the best quarterback in football, maybe one of the best ever, but the rest of it's not very pretty. He lost his favorite guy in Jordy Nelson. They're going to have to replace that production. Um, the Jimmy Graham thing looked pretty good last night. I don't know how that's actually going to work out, but anytime Aaron Rodgers ever had a really good pass-receiving tight end, it's been very good for them in the Packers. So, They've got us. The offensive line's got to stay healthier. They have no chance to do this. But I've got them at eleven five with a slash twelve and four, make a run. All right, the LA Rams. They won eleven football games last season, and they took the league by storm. Their win total is a little bit under this year of that win total from last year. That is ten games. Jake, I'll let you start here. 
The LA Rams, what do you see them doing this season? Boom or bust. I've got them at 12 and four. So I've got them over their 10 win Vegas total, but there is a ton of hype, a ton of pressure, a ton of excitement and a ton of proving to do for Sean McVay. In my opinion, he kind of took the league by storm, but it's one of those things, the first year it works. The second year we talk about it all the time. Defense coordinators have the tape. Are they going to be that good? Is that defense going to be what it should be? And that is absolutely dominant. Best running back in the game, in my opinion, right now, Todd Gurley. You got weapons. They should be really, really good. But can they? It's it's L.A. Can they handle the hype? Can they handle the glitz, the glam, all the stuff that goes along with being really good with expectations in Los Angeles? I think they do. I think they go twelve and four. Yeah, I think they go twelve and four, twelve and four as well. And yeah, there, there's obviously the the concern that it, when a team makes such a massive jump with, with a new head coach, now they come into their second year. Is there going to be a letdown? You know, do they get too big for their britches? Are, are they? Do they think they've already made it before actually making it? So all of those concerns are there. The division isn't super hard, but it's also not super easy. I think the 49ers and Seahawks are both going to be competitive um, in, in, in and around the 500 range. But I, I think they just they – just they're going to win too many games. They're too talented on defense. Like Jake said, Todd Gurley is a stud. They do enough in the passing game to be balanced. I just – there are not a lot of weaknesses on this team – if this is the team that we saw last year. Okay. Moving moving right along. Uh, in the NFC North, I think this is really interesting that both the Vikings and Green Bay, their win total, the Minnesota Vikings won 13 games. Their win total is the same as Green Bay, 10 football games. Jake, I'll let you go first here. What are your thoughts on the Minnesota Vikings this season coming off a Super Bowl hangover? I love this team. I, I don't want to. I'm trying to find reasons why I just don't have them going 13 and three, and I can't. So I've got them going 13 and three, winning the division. I think they're definitely over the 10, unless they just have some catastrophic injuries. It all hinges on Kirk Cousins, but I'm a Kirk Cousins fan. I'm a believer. He's just too smart and too solid with that many weapons not to put up enough points, and that defense is going to be absolutely brutal to play against. So I don't see how they don't get to 10. I've got them at 13 and three and win the division. Uh, I have the. Inevitable push. I have them at 10 and 6 exactly. And this not not because I dislike this team. This team might be my pick to come out of the NFC even with that record. I just think they play a lot of tough games on the road this year and games they can lose. I want to see – I'm a Kirk Cousins fan as well, but I want to see how he does in that situation. I want to see how their running back situation plays out again. We saw what, six games, four games of Dalvin Cook. I mean, I want to see how that plays out. That's a team that you're going to watch come playoff time that's probably, that may or may not have a home game. During the playoffs, as you say, that's a team that could sneak up and beat everybody in the NFC. Yeah, they have a serious home field advantage. That is for sure. The New Orleans Saints won 11 football games last season. Their win total this year is nine and a half. Jamie, I'll let you go first. Going over or under on the New Orleans Saints? Going slightly over. I think they go 10 and six. I, again, I really like that team. That I don't need to. What What more can you say about that offense? They They no. do everything well. Um, I think the defense has gotten. A little better over the years. It's still not good. It's still not. I don't even think it's above average, but it's kind of. They do enough. They're just they're monsters at home, and I think they they're going to beat up on the Buccaneers of the world. And I think they have enough people on their schedule that they can handle that they can get to that ten win mark. Jake, thoughts on the Saints? I've got them right there, ten and six. I'm actually going to put them at eleven and five to win the division which would actually break the curse of what is it, 12, 13 years in a row that nobody in the South won the division back-to-back years. Yep. Uh, I think they do. I think, I think they're talented enough. That defense was streaky last year. They had about seven or eight weeks where they were really, really good and almost dominant. 
Uh, I don't think they're as good as they played, but they figured something out last year that I think continues. Um, and I just, I'm a big Drew Brees fan. Like, like Jamie said, that offense is just spectacular. You get Mark Ingram back after week four, whatever it is. And I think they just, they just pick up and keep rolling. Yeah, you get Mark Ingram back, rested and ready to go. I think that's going to be actually turns out to be a good thing for that team going forward. Uh, The New York Giants won three football games last season. One of the biggest disappointments of the 2017 football season was Super Bowl hype going into the last season. And now coming into this season, their win total is seven. Obviously a much different team this year from a coaching staff perspective. A lot of the guys healthy again. Jake, I know you're high on the Giants, so I'm interested to hear, and I have a feeling you're going to be taking the over. I am definitely taking the over. I've got this as my bounce-back team in the NFL. I've got them at 11-5 and five and winning the division, tied with the Eagles at 11-5, and five, but winning the tiebreaker. This team is uber-talented. Yes, there's offensive line issues, but I love this coaching staff, top to bottom. Uh, I love Pat Shermer. I think he's going to be really creative with that many weapons on offense. Saquon Barkley pick was absolutely a home run. Uh, of course, like every team, they have to stay healthy, and that offensive line is the only question mark, but I've got him as my biggest bounce-back turnaround team of the year. I'm not quite as high as Jake is, but I'm also taking the over. I have him at 8-8. Eight and eight. The, Everything, again, if you listen to our first episode on quarterback rankings, which you should listen to if you haven't, the thing we kept saying is, Everything that could go wrong with the Giants last year went wrong, and there's no way that's going to happen again. The defense is way too talented. They have way too talented of a coaching staff on both sides of the ball for that team to continue. I worry about Eli Manning still a little bit getting up there. That offensive line scares me. But this is a team that's not going to have a losing record this year, and I think if you're sleeping on the Giants, that's a mistake because they were, to me, very clearly the second-best team in the NFC East. They're in that conversation with the Eagles. Yeah, I think that's a good – that's about the safest play I've seen so far is taking the over on that. We'll see if I get old take by the end of the season, but I think that's I think that's a good play. The Philadelphia Eagles coming off their first Super Bowl championship, won 13 football games. Nick Foles had an injury last night in the preseason, but it looks like it wasn't as serious because that could change their win total because Carson Wentz, that football team is not ready to push play on him come the beginning of the season. And Nick Foles was expected to be starting quarterback. So we'll see if that changes. But as of right now, 10.5 is their win total in Vegas. Jake, I'll let you go first. What do you think about the over and under in the Philadelphia Eagles this season? Well, I'm going to tell you what I have, and I'm going to tell you that I don't really like it. I've got them at 11-5, and five, so over, but I'd stay away from this. This team scares the crap out of me. Going back to the Giants, both of them have a brutal schedule the first half of the season. One of them is going to come out of it in decent shape, and one of them's not. Um, one of them is going to have injuries, and one of them's not. And Philly overcame some injuries last year, but that that city, that excitement from winning the Super Bowl, I, I think, is going to take a bigger toll. The way that they won with Nick Foles, going back to my defensive coordinator thing that I say every week on our show, those run pass options they were so successful with last year, they're not going to be as successful with this year. People are going to key up to stop that. Uh, so I've got them at 11 and five. I got them, like I said, tied with the Giants. I'm going to give the Giants the tiebreaker because b- basically one of the two is not going to come out of the first eight games in that good a shape. And I don't think the Cowboys or Redskins can hang in there. So I think it's between those two, but it's all going to depend on who plays well in the first eight weeks and who has, who can live out those injuries. Yeah. I have them a little bit higher. I, I don't know what to do with this. I have them at 12 at four and I don't really love it either. I think they could go five and one in that division though, because I think they can beat up on the Cowboys and Redskins split with the Giants. I think that will help them. I do think they're going to be a big letdown on opening night. I don't have them beating the Falcons in the opening night game for the NFL. But 
again, this is assuming that we're going to get Carson Wentz sometime in September. If we do not, then obviously this changes considerably, which again makes it a very risky bet for anybody that's looking to place your money now. Yeah, I think that's where you stay away because we are we're still unsure, and they're not going to be very. Uh, they're not going to give a lot away. They're not going to. They're they're going to keep this close to the vest about what's going on with Carson Wentz and even what's going on with Nick Foles. So I would stay far away from that because obviously you know what happens if that if they don't have either of those quarterbacks. That team is not going to look anything like what it did last season. You have no confidence in Nate Sudfeld? No, oh, I do okay. not have any confidence no. in Nate Sudfeld. Uh, <laughs> no. No. The, no. The San Francisco 49ers won six football games last year, five of them in a row with Jimmy Garoppolo after the trade. That's obviously the biggest difference in this team coming into this season. Their Vegas total is eight and a half. Jamie, I'll let you go first. Are you taking the over or the under? Spoiler, Jimmy G will lose a football game this year. Yes, he will. Uh, he will lose eight football games this year. I think this is an eight and eight team, which I'm going to take slightly under on the eight and a half here. Uh, they have some pieces that you like. I, I still don't know what Jimmy Garoppolo is when you have him for a full season. Uh, Jarek McKinnon's already banged up, and he has a history of being banged up here and there. Um, you know, Matt Breed is banged up. So that offense doesn't inspire a ton of confidence in me yet. They have a lot of potential, but a lot of guys are banged up, a lot of question marks. That defense, when healthy, I think could be in the top half of the league, but that defense is never healthy, particularly their linebacking core. It seems like every week somebody else on that team, Ruben Foster or whatever it is, gets, gets hurt. Uh, Solomon Thomas. So to me, this is an 8-8 eight and eight team, and I, I can't see them winning more than that. Jake, thoughts? I'd stay away from this as we're talking Vegas totals. I've got them at seven and nine. I like the team. I love the pieces they're building. I love John Lynch as a general manager, actually, with no experience going in, has done a hell of a job. Uh, I like Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I, I agree with Jamie that there's questions on Jimmy Garoppolo. I love Pierre Garçon coming back. I mean, they have some stuff that I like. Uh, the division is tough, and I, I just – I think there's too much hype, and that's that's a Vegas hype line getting anywhere near eight and a half for that team. And that's, can they do it? Yeah, I can see them going 10 and six, but I've got them at seven and nine. I just think there's going to be some stuff. I agree with Jamie. That defense is never healthy. If they are, and they've got all three of those first round picks on that defensive line, they rival the Rams with the best defensive line in football. But none of those three guys ever play together because they're, so one of them's always hurt. So we'll see. I don't know. I'd stay away from that one. Both of you are taking the under. Yes. that one and i i agree with you i think biggest part of that is the vegas pipeline i think you you put you put that one nail on the head there jake because a lot of people are hyped up about this football team and you get it they got jimmy garoppolo that was a big signing but we saw a small sample size of what jimmy garoppolo was last season so we'll see what he turns into uh, in the 2018 season the seattle seahawks won nine football games last season uh, a bit of a disappointment they're a much look a much different looking football team than they have been in years past, specifically on their defensive side. Their win total this year is eight. Jake, I will let you go first. What are your thoughts on the Seattle Seahawks in 2018? I've got them at nine and seven. Uh, they still have a very good coaching staff. They still have some decent pieces. But this is very typical for the NFL. If you can win with a rookie quarterback and you give him the money, the next three or four years, you're going to lose half your team. They had a very good, very talented, very high-paid defense that they can't afford anymore, and those guys are getting old. So they're all gone, almost, and that team is going to look very different. Now, can you replace them with younger stars? And they haven't. I haven't, don't think they've done a very good job drafting in the last three or four years. Um, it all runs through Russell Wilson. That offensive line we keep hearing about is better. They're going to try to run the ball more. 
I love the defensive scheme, and I love Pete Carroll still being there. They always seem to have really good coaches on that staff. So I've got them over, but I can easily see seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven. I think they're one of those mediocre teams that can beat anybody in the league, but I think they can also lose a game not having enough pieces. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I have them at nine and seven as well, so over on the eight win total. Uh, they're going to be more balanced on offense this year because they could not possibly be less balanced on offense than they were last year. Uh, this is just more credit to Russell Wilson and just his his ability to just be an absolute stud when everything is collapsing around him, both literally and figuratively. Uh, that defense is bad now. Like that, that's a below average defense. I I'm not inspired by what they have there at all. I do think they're going to run the ball more effectively. I, I'm excited to see the combination of Carson and Rashad Penny. Going to see how that that works out. So I think they're going to win enough games. But yeah, I'm, I'm with Jake. You're you're right around a 500 team here. I don't think they're a team that's going to we're going to be talking about as a, a, a contender really late in the season. It's impossible for that running game not to get better than it has been over the last two seasons. That's been their biggest their biggest fault over the last few seasons. And a lot of people are hyped up about Penny going into this season. But the Legion of Boom no longer. That is a much different looking defense. All right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we've already talked a little bit about them because we talked about their division. Um, this team won five football games last year. Jameis Winston obviously will be serving a suspension heading into this season. Their win total is six and a half. Jamie, I'll let you start here. Uh, the words dumpster fire were already used on the podcast to describe Tampa Bay. Yeah, this is easy for me. This is this is a clear under. Uh, I don't think – I don't one, even with Jameis Winston, I'm not, I don't think they're a very good team. Uh, without him, they're a much worse team. I have them going 4-12. and 12. Uh, I'm not excited about this team at all. They play in a tough division. Uh, I, they, they don't have their running back situation figured out yet. Uh, Mike Evans is awesome, but that, that that's nice. A wide receiver is not going to win you a Super Bowl on his own. Uh, that defense shows flashes of every once in a while. You, you watch them play and you go, hey, wow, that's a pretty decent defense, but then they can never keep that up, sometimes even for four quarters of the same game. I just think there's just nothing about this team that excites me. I think they're going to go well under that six and a half total. Jake? Well, I already threw mine out there that I have them at seven and nine, but I hate it. I think they're more like five and 11. I can see them going four and 12. If you break down the roster, there's pieces that I like. They have some offensive weapons. Now that's assuming Ronald Jones can actually be the talent that he is and fit into what they're doing. Jameis is being suspended, but he can be an elite quarterback at times. That defense added some pieces. They got to stay healthy. Vernon Hargrave's already out. We don't know how long that's going to be for or whatever. I haven't seen the update on that. Um, but there's pieces that I like. Now, the division is, I get with the NFC North, is just brutal. I mean, everybody's really good, talented, so you don't have as much talent as the rest of the division. I just, I, I was high on them last year going into the season. I thought they were going to be pretty good, and they just couldn't put it together at all. And then at the end of the day, the dumpster fire is more organizationally than anything else. And I love Jason Light, their general manager. I think he's a super talented guy. I, I just, there's something about the freaking Bucks that just takes away the excitement. Yeah, I think the biggest thing here is I'm looking through all of you guys' picks, and there's got to be a team that's going to go 4-12. and 12. There just has to be. There has to be a team in the NFC that's going to win less than five or six or seven games. And I think this is the team. I, this, I think this team ends up being the worst team in the NFC. And I, I think it's mostly because of the division that they play in. They play in a really, really tough division. And their starting quarterback isn't playing for the first three games of the season. They could start off 0-3 and, three, and three, things tumble very quickly. Um, I, I just think it's going to be really ugly in Tampa Bay this season. The last team in the NFC that we're picking is the Washington Redskins. 
They won seven football games. Their win total heading into the season is also seven. Uh, Jamie, I'll let you finish here. Go ahead. Seven football games over under. I have the under here, but this is the one I'm least confident about. When I when I went through and I went through these these games twice, I had them both times going four and twelve. And I don't think they're going to go four and twelve. But the problem is, is I don't. They play a lot of 50-50 games this year, and I don't particularly like that team that much. No. And I think I had them losing almost all of those 50-50 games, which is why they're four and twelve. But to me, I just I don't think this team is going to be in competition in the NFC East. I don't think they're going to be up there with the Giants and the Eagles. So they might win a little bit more than that. But I don't I don't even see them going seven and nine. Uh, and it's it's not it's not my dislike for Alex Smith. It's just. Uh, I just don't love their schedule, and at some point I'm not, not sure that this is a team that's going to win a lot of those games where they're playing the other teams in the league that we have in that seven or eight win range. I think those other teams are just going to beat them. Jake, what are your thoughts? Is this the end of the Jay Gruden era in, in Washington? Yeah, I think it is. I, I've got them going 4-12. and 12. I can't see anything different than that. I think this is the worst team in the NFC. Uh, and you know I'm an Alex Smith fan. I love Alex Smith. I think he's a great player, but you talk about my 50-50 games. Who's going to make the play to win it? They don't have anybody. Uh, Jordan Reed, you know, is not going to stay healthy. Uh, I mean, they just – Jamison Crowder? I mean, no. I mean, there's no excitement on that offense of anybody that you think can make a play to win a game. And no Darius the defense Geis. isn't – I thought any... Darius Geis might actually be yeah. exciting, and now that's that's out. Yeah, P. Ryan's hurt. P. Ryan's now hurt. Right, going, going back to what they did last year was run the ball, and Jer- Darius Geis we all loved. I was really excited about. So him being gone, I just – I, th- I think that team is going to go downhill and snowball fast. It'd be really, really bad. Yeah, I could see that happening. I think the last two teams we talked about are the are the weak links of the NFC by far. Guys, this was uh, we went through it pretty quickly. I think you uh, shockingly you guys agreed, having not been sitting in the same room on quite a few picks. Here. Not even in the same state. Yeah, you're not even in the same state, and you guys are picking. So we didn't right. cheat. No, no cheating. No cheating allowed here. Uh, we will be posting all the official picks. Um, that you can see for this. And we will be doing the AFC's win totals next Friday. So you should jef- definitely check those out. We already did our podcast. We ranked running backs and quarterbacks this week heading into fantasy football season. You should check both of those out. You can see them on scoutfantasysports.com, Anchor, iTunes, Pocket Cast. They're, they're everywhere. Jake, how can everybody follow you on social media and send all their hate to you? Yes, please send all your hate mail to Jake Berians on Twitter and just Jake Arians on Instagram if you decide you want to hit me up there. Maybe. Uh, at J-M-E Eisner on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, send all your lovely nice notes to me at the underscore sports page. And uh, please talk nicely about the Bears. Jamie, thank you. Jake, thank you. We'll be back on Monday, guys. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 